Welcome to a new episode of Boss, Boss Babes and Boba, Boba with your hosts, Ariel, Adrian, and Anne. Cheers! Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Boss Babes and Boba. It's your host, Anne, and I have Ariel here. Hi. And Adrian. Hey, everyone. All right. If you haven't done so, we invite you to listen to our last episode. We talk about practicing mindfulness among our chaotic society right now and how we're dealing with the pandemic. And just a heads up, just in case our audio sounds funky, we are remotely recording this and it's important for us to practice social distancing. So we just want to bring out content with you guys. And so this is our best way of doing so. All right. So girls, we are self quarantining, if that's a word. And we are now hashtag princesses in stuck in our towers. How are you guys doing or feeling? Ariel? <laughs> I think, um, yes, we definitely are princesses stuck in a tower. I feel like Rapunzel from Tangled, literally. Yeah, that is directed to you, Ariel. You didn't I know. know. That's, that's Ariel. <laughs> I'm literally looking out my window daily because that is all the air and fresh air I'm She's getting. so I dramatic. <laughs> I really haven't left my house, to be Ariel honest. Ariel does not leave her house. That's the crazy no. thing. Yeah. So I think um, it's been okay so far, but just knowing that we're in or we're stuck at home for the next month, like that's a long time. So yeah. I'm starting to make a list of what other things I can do to keep myself occupied. Mm-hmm. But I think more than ever, it's been a good time to just be with my family Um especially since we all have different schedules and now we're kind of forced to have to see each other daily. <laughs> so yeah. um, it's been nice. And I don't know, it's, it's almost like a new norm that you're getting used to of just being Yeah, stuck. I agree. Like I'm trying, I'm getting down this routine and now my day is going mm-hmm. by like a lot faster, even though it's like you are at home all day. Yeah. Like I've set up my work schedule, my homework schedule, my YouTube days. I'm back on YouTube, everybody. Shameless Ooh. plug. Check out my new videos. <laughs> Everyone watch the videos. There's yeah. a lot of good new graphics that I'm working on. So it's Ariel 2.0. Check it out. Hey, Ariel. So yeah, just... Um, making new routines for this new life that we're living in or you know Adrian what's going on yeah I think I've just taken this time like I feel like for a little bit I was like man I don't feel like I'm being as productive because like all I want to do is just watch Netflix I have developed (laughs) a new love or a re-love for um, Charmed the tv show like I found (laughs) out it was on Netflix and I've just been watching that but um, I think I just have been using the time to really like reconnect with like family and friends. I think I've done like at least since been in quarantine at least like seven or eight game nights. So at least yeah, you're that, so big on that. Yeah, I like it. So I do feel like I'm still having social time, still taking the time to like to talk to like friends and stuff like that. And we have like FaceTime or um, with a Zoom sessions. So even with like coworkers as a team. Like we've been doing a lot more of that and like a lot longer just to touch base with everyone. So at least in that realm, like the connection realm, I feel like that's going really well. And I think for me, I'm not really going that stark crazy yet. Um, yeah. Even though I've been, again, I've been in quarantine like an extra week longer than everyone because I was sick with like a stomach issue. So, mm-hmm. so far, like pretty good. I think now that I know we're at least going to be in until the end of April, which I still feel like it's going to be a little bit longer than that. I think oh, yeah. now is the time I'm like, okay, like I'm going to discipline myself. I need to get on some kind of routine because it just, I can't live the rest of however long we're going to be in this doing 
nothing. But at least the foundation is set. Now I can kind of figure out what I want to dedicate the rest of my time mm-hmm. to. Yeah. But what about you, Anne? Hmm, for myself, I've been just trying to be as productive as possible. I actually bought two new books to read. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I do have like my lengthier downtimes. I do snack like every two hours. Like it's just <laughs> I'm eating Pop Tarts every day. And what I'm are the per- titles of your books? Yeah. Um, I believe the first one is by John Maxwell. It's Developing the Leader Within You. Oh. And then nice. the second one is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, I read that already. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still really reading good. my Audacity to be Queen, and then I'm starting a Audacity to be Queen. What is this? Yeah, I like probably a, <laughs> need this book. I think you'd really like it. Uh, it's a new book from like I guess you would call her like a self help. I wouldn't call her an author. She's like um like a life coach kind of thing, and mm-hmm. it's basically about like unleashing like your inner queen. And um, I don't know. I've, I'm only in the bits of it. I'm still trying to like work my way through it, but I really like it because it talks from like personal experience. And then she goes off of like a biblical, she talks about like the story of Esther and like how she was like a queen, how like, you know, how like, um, like a lot of self-help coaches, they kind of run things from the mentality of a quote unquote princess. Like mm-hmm. she's talking about like stepping into that queen and still like taking your power to go after what you want, but still, you know, as a queen, you still have your feminine power of being you know not being too overly masculine so yeah um, I, I just really like her viewpoint so I've liked that and again I'm gonna start the big leap soon so yeah it's nice I need to get on reading but anyways Anne what how what else yeah, have you been sorry, up to? <laughs> I, I've just been been watching say yes to the dress Oh. Did you finish? I know you were watching Real Housewives. We're all talking about like restarting. Did I you did. I did finish through? the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm not done. All I have like, more episodes. I started from seasons back in like 2016. I didn't want it too mm. old, so mm. I did like yeah. Seasons. Yeah. Who's your favorite housewife? I honestly is it Teddy? That's her name, right? I hate Teddy. I just like how she's so like pretty but she's so sporty you know and like tomboy but she's like gorgeous I don't like her because I feel like she's the one creating the drama I, like, I don't like Dorit I'm just gonna be honest. I, I was gonna say I like Dorit Dorit has a fake British accent and I just can't you know deal what? with it I think it's because her husband has an accent so she it like rubs on her so she's like oh. so it kind of comes out unnatural it's annoying but I like her from, I had to look it up office is like what kind of accent is this? I can't tell. <laughs> I like, like a learned Lisa. British accent. I like Lisa of... Vanderpump. I like except, her too. Except the only thing that bothers me about her is it's like she's bitchy, but then I can't be mad at her because she has such a nice accent. Like, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> but she's but... really annoying, but I like her. I don't know. She reminds me of my aunt. I don't know. I don't. This I is... love like the the things that they say in the openings, like their theme oh, song. Oh yeah, <laughs> their tagline. <laughs> They're like, I don't have to buy it because I already own it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and this is uh, the only franchise I don't watch. I watch my really? favorite is like New York and OC. I watched like the beginning season, I think, of Beverly Hills, but I never followed. I don't know why you would think I would. Good. I like Vanderpump Rules. It's really That's good. why I'm partial to Lisa because I just like her on that. 
show, but yeah. maybe she's different on Housewives for sure. Yeah. I'm making my tour around the world after Beverly Hills. I'm going to go to OC, then I'm going to go to New (laughs) York. That's how I'm traveling this quarantine. They had one that was called like the Ladies of London. I really liked that one. Um, But they discontinued it because I just don't think like that demographic British, they don't really care about Mm. reality TV. But that one's really good too if you want to look into that one or Australia's yummy mummies Ariel oh I, I love that show <laughs> I don't know why I love it it's that just, girl loves all Versace they're like you know, she was annoying what was her name again I forgot but Victoria <laughs> it just really made me think when I'm a yummy mummy like what push present I'm gonna wanna I'm gonna want what are you gonna, what are you gonna ask for <laughs> I th- wait first of all I didn't even know there was such thing as a push present to begin no, she's with excited to watch. <laughs> this girl asked for a Range Rover the other <laughs> one asked for a Rolex watch I'm just like Jane just for giving birth you're gonna get this beautiful presence better than your birthday or any other event in your life hey you, you just pushed out way? a human being yeah there you go that like, is she true. wanted like a Louis Vuitton bag but then she opened uh-huh. a small LV bag of a wallet and she was so matchy through oh. all the she's like I don't want a wallet but then there was a twenty thousand dollar check in the wallet I, <laughs> like, I remember seeing me. that I remember seeing I know I was like even the wallet I would have been grateful like <laughs> um okay Dang. rich friends okay well it sounds like we're like really productive you know, I know. I, watching a lot of tv shows apparently first in reality tv yeah oh my gosh before we leave this topic keeping up with the Kardashians the new season is like through the roof wait I want your opinion oh can we God. like sideway on this yes <laughs> because anytime I want to know what is your what is your thoughts on Courtney? I have a very strong opinion, but I wonder okay. what, what yours is, Ariel, first. Okay, first things first. Courtney, you don't do that many things, okay? I'm exactly. sorry. Yeah, that's like, my opinion, too. Like, you really can't be complaining to not record. Kim is has her Skims line. She has KKW Beauty. She's has like she goes to all these events like the Met and all of that and at the same time she's still saving the world getting people out of prison I'm sorry you can't do the show like I just think you're being selfish like yeah I mean I mean you going to work doing your blog push or push whatever <laughs> like push. like you can't be recorded writing a blog girl that's like easy money right there like I don't know like what you're complaining about why you're burnt out and then Chloe, she had her whole love life literally on blast, like mm-hmm, with the yeah. whole Tristan thing that was recorded. And you can't even do anything with Eunice or whatever when you guys yeah. were dating. I'm sorry, Courtney. I don't know. Like, I think you should just be booted off the show because you're not interesting, anyways. Like, it's, like, it's such a negative space for me. Yeah. Uh, and she just keeps everywhere. crying. Like, I don't even feel bad yeah. for you. That's the thing. I, I understand my thoughts. Mine is I understand where she's like coming from. So like if you look back in seasons, like for a long time the story or the seasons kind of really centered on her and Scott. So like I think now it's like made her more private because her relationship failed and like she literally did share a lot before. But yeah. I think this was ever something that she wanted. She just kind mm. of and I think now it's like led to her being this way because she has so much resentment. Like mm put put in it's like you know I don't want to I want to prioritize myself like a lot of her early or her late 20s early 30s was you know putting everything out there so I understand that but like I don't think she's self-aware to realize that like her she can't 
it's like exactly what I think like Kendall said like she can't admit that she's wrong like exactly that's my only like biggest thing so I don't think she's using the right excuses she just needs to say like hey like I'm unhappy like I don't want to do this anymore Mm -hmm. you know I but she can't say I don't want to be a celebrity and stuff because then she's not like she's not acknowledging her privilege she wants she wants yeah without yeah. doing it anymore exactly. so she just needs to stop yeah mm-hmm. she just needs to stop and then she needs to like stop complaining about being a celebrity because that's the only reason why like her kids are able to live the life that they live and, or the like, way she's able to live yeah, her life like you think push is gonna take off without her last name like no exactly realistically you know yeah it's just, she's trying to be goop and i get it but like i just without the name like Goop actually, I think, provides some valuable information. And, like, I've read a couple articles on Poosh. And, like, I don't really get that much that I didn't really know. That I can just Google yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So. Like, it's, there's nothing that really sets it apart aside from that it's run by her. Yeah. You know? I don't know. And, like, their fight was intense. Like, I yeah. have sisters and we don't even fight like that. Like, I think. <laughs> no, you guys just yell at each other. Yeah. Well, actually, I take that back. Andrea has thrown a chair at me before. <laughs> but, but that was when we were like young, like really yeah. like young and undisciplined. Not grown women. Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Anne? Do you think they're crazy? Like, what's going on? I just think. Courtney's like completely in the wrong you know it's like she just wants the benefits of being a Kardashian without putting her life out there exactly. yeah you know but at the same time we can say the same thing about Rob you know it's just like oh yeah it's just, I think I everyone know. else they took out themselves in the contract like if you're my thing is like your work ethic if you like sign a contract and you say you're gonna do something you show up don't complain That's right true and they said that Kim Courtney and Chloe are on the same contract Kendall and Kylie have a different contract. That's why they're not in the show as much. Yeah. Like they'll be here and there, but that's how their contract is. So yeah. mm-hmm. it is, it's true. Like it's not fair that Kim and Chloe are pulling more, you know, or they're doing more for the show than yeah. Courtney. So I'm just, it's not like she has an actual career. Like you just like, yeah. there's nothing special about her, <laughs> yeah, you know, know. But, and like she can't say the mom card anymore. Cause they're all moms. Exactly. So, yeah. And that's what Kim was trying to say. Kim was like, what are you talking about? Like, we all have the same things that you're doing. Yeah. But we're still able to put our 100%, you know? I don't That's know. That's what I mean. She's not telling the truth. She's deflecting on other things other than, like, putting – and I feel like if you're preaching, like, the ability to, like, be in touch with your emotions and she's, like, all into woo stuff, like, you have to be somewhat self-aware. Like, you know, you can't preach one thing and do it with the opposite. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. So we thought it'd be really fun to talk a little bit about the law of attraction. I know that I've seen a lot of people like Oprah and different celebrities, and I've seen it all over YouTube talk about it. Um, but I just wanted to kind of, you know, check in with you guys. Have you guys heard about the law of attraction? Have you guys used it before? Um, or is this like your first time, you know, hearing about what the law of attraction is? It will be my first time. Actually, I've heard the term law of attraction, but mm-hmm. I think I was thinking it applies to a different context. I thought it's really like you attracting someone you like, mm-hmm. <laughs> not really like anything beyond that. So <laughs> I really don't know anything about this. What about you, Ariel? Um, I think I'm familiar with it. Um, I feel like I have used it in my life, but mm-hmm. I think it's something more profound that people need to do their own research on as well. 
to yeah. understand it before just diving into something like this. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. So I was introduced to law of attraction when the, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, I know it's a book, but it's also a movie called the secret by Rhonda mm-hmm. Byrne. Um, and Oprah used to like promote this like really, really heavily. And like the people in the actual movie um, on her show when it was still around. And I know that she still practices this, but, um, and if you guys are ever like, you know, I think it's on Netflix too. And like, I'm sure you can find a copy, a free copy online, but it explains the law of attraction really well. And just to like, you know, put it in its simplest terms, it's just thoughts become things. So the law of attraction is actually one of the seven universal laws that states that your thoughts create your current reality. Um, and you can really implement that into any portion of, you know, your life. You can do it in your love life. You can do it in your career. You could do it, you know, just personal finances. Um, and I think that it sounds really woo-woo, but if you, like, if you can, I think a lot of, like, businesses use it, for example, as just, mm-hmm. like, goal setting. Like, you mm-hmm. put a goal out and you take steps to achieving um, that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then you can use that principle to, like, manifest things into your life so manifesting is kind of like willing something to happen so again going back to that uh that goal setting and um from start to from you know thinking conception all the way through um achieving that goal um but I would thought I would kind of go through just stuff because I've used it personally a lot in my life I wouldn't consider myself like an expert at this by any means um but I've been able to like manifest or like achieve some really cool goals in my life. And um, I think they're, I think the secret does it really well if you want to start there, but I do think that they're missing like some crucial steps um, in in kind of, you know, using it to its best ability. So um, I thought it would be fun to share with you guys, like, I guess the steps to manifest certain things in your life. And I think I need to sum up, um, what Adrian was saying in a simpler way to understand it and the way how I look at it it's like placing an order online yeah. like you have mm-hmm. an idea of what you want and it's specific so you're putting it in your cart and then once it's in your cart you click purchase and you already know it's coming you're not having to worry about it you're not having to check it because you already know that it's coming yeah. So something like that, it's like a thought in your head that you want to happen and it mm-hmm. has to be specific and you don't have to, you're not supposed to doubt it. Like you don't doubt it because you just know you already have it. It's there. Yeah. The secret basically has it in three steps. It's ask, believe, and receive. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, after doing, again, I've, I've been familiar with this concept for like, I mean, I think it was introduced in 2007. So a long time, like I've learned that there are other steps and other things that are needed. But yeah, if you take it down to its simplest roots, one, you got to know exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. Two, you got to believe you're able to, you know, have it. And three, like you have to allow yourself to have it. I think receiving sometimes people don't realize like you could want something, but you have to be able to like fully be open to having it, if that makes sense. I've been in, stuck in that for a so while. So is it like more like a mindset, you know, tool, like when you manifest something, like I'm just trying to, like for people that don't like really overthink, mm-hmm. like, you know, and it, you know, I think their previous episodes, I said like, I don't really think about things like that because I feel like it jinxes me, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like, I'm trying to figure out like when you manifest something, it's like, it's your internally really desiring it to happen so it happens type of thing 
Yeah, there again, there are certain steps, but if you put it down like very simply, it's it's basically just that, like saying that I want something, I'm gonna have it, so I'm gonna go after it, and then you just, you know, because you have such belief in it, it happens. And then coming from like a religious standpoint, I think it's similar as far as when you're praying. You're praying for something, you're praying for it badly, but you're not doubting that God's not going to give it to you. It's just in his time that it's going to happen. Because if you think about it, me on the religious standpoint is like um, the the law of attraction is like the universe, right? So Mm -hmm. who is the universe? If you are a believer, like to me, I think God is everything, right? So to Mm -hmm. me, the way I practice um, the law of attractions I look at is the universe is God and I'm telling God, I'm asking God for these things and he's just going to fulfill that. And it also says in the Bible as well, ask, you know, and ask, you shall receive, you shall yeah. receive seek and you shall oh, find. Okay. And then, you know, ask, knock, you, you know, knock <laughs> yeah. and it shall be open, that kind of thing. It's very similar. Like they're almost parallel. And I think just depends on how you look at it. Yeah. But it's almost, a, it's pretty much the same concept. Yeah. For sure. I think people get stuck on names sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just say universe because it's just non-denominational, you, you know, whatever yeah. you believe in. Or, yeah. um, but some people do. I mean, I personally believe it's God and that's how I kind of uh, use mine in, in that context, very similar to Ariel's. But I know that some people just like to think of it as just universe source. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So it's, it's whatever you're really, comfortable with. So law yeah. of attraction is like a philosophy type of thing. Like if we're just going to be more of like a generic, like instead yeah. of like really, it's mm-hmm. like a philosophy that was created by like some person. It's actually a universal law. It's kind of, it's mm-hmm. like gravity. Okay. Like mm-hmm. it works no matter if you are aware of it, you know, yeah. and it's like, it attracts good or bad by like mm-hmm. the power of your thoughts. Like if you think about it in like science terms, like if everything is vibrating matter and like your brain is sending out like, you know, wavelengths, like yeah. it's you, being able to control your thoughts is really important, right? Cause then you're attracting either good things in your life or bad mm-hmm. things in your life. So it, it's kind of, of, of that along that. And side. it's like having a bad day when you have a bad day, you're already set in that mood and that tone of a bad day. So mm-hmm. all of the other events that are going to happen that day, that day ends up being bad. Cause you're already kind of sent that out that you're having a bad day. So then the next thing is like, what? Your, your coffee spills. You're late to work. Everything. It's because you kind of already set that path and it's already in your thoughts. But if you actually change your thought, let's say you had one bad thing happen in your day, but the, re- the rest of the day is up to you to determine if it's going to be a bad day or not. Yeah. So it's that really the power of the way you think. Your mindset. Your mind. Okay. Yeah. So Adrian, coming from someone who doesn't really know about the law of attraction, can you walk through? through the steps on how you manifest properly. And so we can actually like use the law of attraction in our Mm -hmm. life. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I know, again, in the secret, they list three steps. I think it's a little bit more in depth than that. Um, But the first thing is you want to, some people say set an intention. I just like to think of it as like the first step to anything is knowing what you want because, and that's actually a really important step because if you don't know what you want or, you know, kind of sort of what you want, how the hell are you going to get exactly what it is? You know, like how are you going to take action if you don't know what you want? That's like my biggest thing with myself um, is Mm -hmm. I never know what I want. And the second thing would be, People say, like, you got to believe that you can have it. And it's really simple to say, oh, like, yeah, I believe I can have, like, a million dollars. But if I really look at that from, like, 
like they call it limiting beliefs, like kind of looking at that. It's like, no, like if I look at my subconscious or like my past, like, you know, not, no one I know that has ever won a million dollars, like it'd be really hard for me to believe that I could get a million dollars or win the lotto or something, right? That's why a lot of people don't win the lotto. So I think the second step would be, you know, looking at, yeah, your limiting beliefs are the things that have happened to you in your past that contradict you having exactly what you want. And that's kind of a little bit of like soul searching. I personally like to journal out like, okay, if I really want this, what in me feels that I'm not worthy of having it or what in me feels like it's never going to happen, you know, because sometimes you still have that little part in your head, right, that says, mm-hmm. uh, you're really not going to have that, right? So I think that'd be your second step. Your third step would be, uh, they call it like detaching. So, um, and it's kind of like having faith. You need it like the, it's part of like the believing portion. It's like you have to detach from having um, this item in your life. You got to say like, okay, like I trust in the universe. I trust in God. I trust in whatever I believe in. Or even if you don't believe in any religion, I just trust in like this law that it's going to happen. And so you kind of almost have to forget it. It's kind of like, you know, when like a guy really likes you and you're not, it's like almost like off-putting because like they're like holding on or that clingy person, you know, that clingy person that really wants to date you. It's, it makes them less desirable. It's kind of like that. Like <laughs> you have, true. but the second <laughs> oh, they let man. go, it's like, <laughs> it's like you want to, it's like you want to. Then you want them because they're not chasing yeah. anymore. So it, it's kind of <laughs> like that. So yeah, the first step again is, Uh, deciding what you want second is working through things that maybe you know weaken your belief that you can have it the third would be to actually forget about it and like just trust and then fourth would be the action a lot of people like because again in the secret they only say those three steps they don't talk Mm -hmm. about action so you actually have to do Do stuff some people believe that like oh like it'll just genie yeah yeah I mean, granted, I have, like, when you get, like, really deep into the law of attraction world, like, there are people that manifest, like, they find $100 bills on the floor and, like, money, like, that can happen. But I think starting out, like, you know, I would pick a goal that you can actually do steps towards. Um, so it has to be reasonable. That's my own. That's the only question I'm thinking right now. Like, no, it can be both. Like, unreasonable both. and reasonable things? Like, to yeah, to because that's where the step number four comes in, action. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If, especially if it's something that super seems like it's not realistic. You have you have to. It's almost like you, you still have to do something to get there. Yeah, I mean, again, if you go really deep into the law of attraction, again, if I was just starting, I would pick stuff that would be a little bit easier. Yeah, like more realistic. Always, mm-hmm. Yeah, they do like a free cup of coffee or like, you know, certain signs or something like to have them believe. But like I've seen and read stories um, that of people manifesting money and like checks in the mail and stuff. Like I don't think there is a limit mm-hmm. to it, but I think you have to train your muscle, like your, your love attraction muscle. Like I don't think, you know. Like you, you just know it and then everything you want just happens. It's ha- It's almost like a gradual thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but I wouldn't say that yeah. there's a cap to it at all because it could be, you know, it just, I think it just really depends. But to me, I do believe that that action piece yeah. is really yeah. crucial. So it's or you have to understand you... that before you could get to other yeah. endless possibilities, you know. So the things that you desire, it's contingent on your action on it as it well. It could be. It, okay. Yeah. It really depends yeah. on what you're mm-hmm. wishing for. Okay. Let's see that. 
It's Boba Breakdown. Okay, it's Boba Breakdown time, everybody. So our Boba Breakdown for this segment is not going to be our traditional Boba Breakdown because we're not really having Boba with us today. But, you know, in this time, we do still highly suggest you guys support your local Boba stores, um, Grubhub, Boba, Uber Eats, whatever. Order your Boba. Still drink it, okay? But in this episode, we're just going to talk about um, the drinks that we have right now. So for me, starting off, I actually tried the Dalgona coffee. Yeah. And first things first, it seems (laughs) simple. All the all the videos and all the TikToks look like it's so easy to make because it's simple ingredients. Yes, it is. But that thing took forever to fluff up because of the coffee, um, instant coffee and just a little amount of water. It took forever. Okay. So I was already giving up halfway. <laughs> and then Wait, you canned it like Yeah, I was going to use my um, KitchenAid, but it's just so big. It had to wash that. I was not in the mood. So I was like, no. (laughs) So basically, once it starts to fluff up, you just put it on top of iced milk. Um, It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that great either. I'm a big coffee drinker. And Mm -hmm. I I think it's just preference. I don't like milk that much. So that as your main base. Yeah, too thick for me. Can you use something else like a different? You can milk? use almond milk and water, but I'm just not fond of having that much milk to the ratio of coffee. I get what you mean. Yeah. So I, like, I, just, I don't even think it's coffee anymore. Really? It, yeah. It was. Yeah. It tastes like a coffee milkshake. Milk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. It's for me. It's not for me. Um, aesthetically, it looked nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am not gonna make it again. <laughs> But I can see people who like more milky coffee and sweeter mm-hmm. things to enjoy it. But that's just not right. my cup of tea, so – or cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. <laughs> Anyways, so what are you guys having? Anne? I'm having kombucha gingerade right now. So I love this flavor and then also the Mystic Mango flavor. Like I can oh, drink Oh, Mystic Mango is good. The green one is disgusting. Oh, no, yeah. And then the pink, the lemonade or the, and then the watermelon. Ugh. Like, oh, I haven't just, tried mm-hmm. the watermelon, but it's the disgusting. green one, ew, like it is literally like blended greens, like, and then <laughs> fermented blended greens. No. Yeah. I was telling them like before we started recording this that like I can't get I, – I've tried to like kombucha, but like I can't. I just can't get past the smell. It smells like apple cider vinegar. And like I even got the rose one because everyone knows I love rose and it just like ruined everything. And I ended up pouring half of it down the sink because I couldn't. Like, and they're no. pricey. So it's like you want to yeah. make sure you choose, you choose a good flavor, a good brand because yeah. you yeah. don't want to waste Five dollars at least one a day. What are you having, Adrian? I'm just drinking a chai tea latte. I had a salad for lunch with Panera, and so I thought I would treat myself since I was having a salad too. You know, a chai tea latte. This one is like more milkier than I would like it. Like if you I was look, say it looks like it's very light. Yeah. Yeah. So was it, I mean, I like it more spicier, but I wasn't there to make it, so. How can you compare that to coffee beans? Because I know you love coffee beans. I feel like. It's like a different kind of spice. I don't know how to describe it. This mm-hmm. feel or it tastes like in its glory, more spicier, like more cinnamony. Um, I feel like coffee bean has a completely different flavor that it's like a chai that I've never tasted before, um, which I really like. So I like them both. But I think if you like more of that spice, 
um, what do you call it, Panera Bread and actually Corner Bakery, which sadly they're not, I think all their stores are closed, which is really sad because I love their salads, but um, they make good. I know their teas. Asian chicken salad is so, so good. So good, yeah. And I've been craving it and no, like. Panera's is okay. I feel like it's a little bit lighter than like I would normally get. Like I feel like the dressing is a little more, more like body, but still pretty good. Yeah. So we thought for this portion of our podcast, we can talk about some of the things that we've attracted in our lives to kind of show you proof that this stuff really does work. Let's start with Ariel. What are some things that, you know, you've manifested in your life? I think for me, one of the things that I've really good at manifesting is objects. Mm -hmm. Um, And it sounds so materialistic or anything like that, but I think because in my beginning stages of me trying this whole manifesting and believing in law of attraction, I stuck to a lot of realistic goals. Mm -hmm. And so objects seem to be the most realistic for me. But um, it's crazy because um, Adriana, if you remember when we went to Paris and London, Mm -hmm. So I have always dreamed to go to Paris. Like that was my one destination that I wanted to go to. And I said I wanted to go before I was 30. And I wanted to buy my first Chanel bag in at my first trip in in Paris. And the only thing is we were so young at the time. I think how old are we? Like 21 or less? Yeah. It was very very twenty-three. Yeah. And to think of it, I have very strict parents. So I'm not even sure how they allowed me just me and Adrian to yeah, go to the other side of the world mm-hmm. yeah. being so young. And it was my first time to travel without them. And also I was working as like, I don't even, I think I was still working at Panda Express, like as a counter help. Like how was I going to make money for yeah. a trip this expensive? It was like, how much did we pay? Almost a thousand something. I don't even know. And then let alone the Chanel handbag is like $5,000. Like mm-hmm. how was I going to come up with, and I needed pocket money. So yeah. like $8,000 maybe to pay for everything I needed. It just didn't seem realistic, but I always had this dream and the thought that I already imagined myself being in Paris, mm-hmm. buying my Chanel bag, picking my outfits for what I was going to wear with the Chanel bag. And it just goes to show like the power of your thoughts. And everything that I thought of, I didn't worry about where I was going to get the money. I just remember telling you, Adrian, like, we're going, like, we're there. Like, these are the outfits I'm going to wear for every day we're in Paris and in London. Like, it was something like, it just seemed like I didn't think of the hardships of getting there. Yeah. You know, and I just remember I ended up working a lot. I had a, I did a lot of overtimes, this and that. And then before you knew it, we were literally on a plane to London and Paris. And Mm -hmm. I bought my first Chanel bag there. Like, it's just crazy, but I feel like I truly manifested that because I believed so much that this was going to happen to me, and I already felt like I was there, Mm -hmm. so I never doubted it, and it just happened. Like, you know, but it's just so crazy. Now I'm thinking back at that time, my situation, and how I have strict parents, there was no way they would have said yes to that, but for whatever reason, I went, Mm -hmm. and it's just crazy. Yeah, actually, my manifest my, my manifestation thing that I was gonna talk about was kind of relates to us going to London and Paris too. Like, I had just graduated college, um, and granted, I have manifested stuff like career wise, but I think this is I just manifested cash out of nowhere. Like, I knew I wanted to go to Paris and London, 
And like, I knew that I had money coming in from obviously I had graduation party and stuff, but like, I didn't want to just rely on that money. Like I knew Mm -hmm. I needed some kind of pocket money. So I was like, okay, I want to manifest cash or pocket money for going to Paris. I didn't, or in London, I didn't know where it was going to come from. I just knew I wanted it. So after the money came in from, um, from my graduation party, I was like, okay, I have money. I know that I have enough to like, cause at that time I think we went through like a tour and you could uh, pay like in installments. Like I know mm-hmm. I have enough for that, but I need extra. And so I kind of just put myself in a mindset like, okay, I know the money's going to come. I just don't know how it's going to come, but I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to, I'm going to make it through this. And so um, I remember like, I'm like, I just need to be in a good mood. Okay. Like, let me, I'm going to deposit this cash. Cause it was all cash <laughs> into my account. And I remember like, um, just coincidentally, there was like a homeless guy, like, um, right, you know, exiting the freeway. And I was like, you know, it was a time where like, I was like, I have a lot of money, like, let me give back to someone that might not have. So I gave like, you know, I gave like $5, which is more than I would normally give, you know, normally give like one or $2, right to homeless. And it made me feel Mm -hmm. so good that I almost like forgot, like, that I wanted something like I, I was able to detach from the out like the outcome of the goal right that to Mm -hmm. receive extra money and I just kind of let it go I was like okay like it'll happen I'm already going to Paris like the money will come and then no joke we went up to um for like a wedding a family um wedding in Sacramento and my aunt that I'm not super close to this aunt she's never sent me like a birthday gift a Christmas gift ever in my life she gave me $700 cash like she's yeah. like, oh, like I heard you graduated. Like here's some oh, extra wow. money for you. So I'm, I've, I mean, obviously again, I've manifested stuff in my career, like my old job, my current job. I've manifested, um, and when like stuff like that happened, I was like, well, this is like an aha moment. But it's always the like the extra cash that like I'm always surprised about because I saw that coming out of nowhere, and that was my pocket money for for Europe. I think a lot of people ask. I, I'm sure you get this too, area like, oh, how are you supposed to travel? Like, how do you have the means to travel and stuff? Yeah, and a lot of times it's just extra money comes out of nowhere. Like, I'll get, like, a client. I used to teach dance. And, like, I'll get an extra client for dance. So I have extra or, money like, to go. like, my bonus check happens just when I need it. Yeah. It's bonuses, like, that. like, I don't know when they come. Like, people probably who are accountants know when you're allowed to give the money. But I don't know that. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, every time I'm about to need cash for something, that bonus check comes. Yeah. But Speaking it's not cash- something I'm thinking about. Like, Yeah. Speaking of cash, before we get to Anne's, my little cousin is such a great example. She's, well, she just turned 21. But she was, like, 20 at the time. And, you know, she's in college. She even though she has a part-time job, she's not getting like hours, right? So there was one day where she texted me and my older cousin, we're in a group chat, three of us, like, hey, like, we're going to Din Tai Fung, like, dinner's on me. And we always joke, like, oh, like, where'd you get the money from it? She's like, I, I like, I have something to tell you, like, when we go out to eat. So as we're eating, I'm like, okay, like, are you gonna tell me where this money came from? She's like, I like I was broke, like I didn't know where the heck I was gonna pay for my credit card. I had no money, but some little inkling in me told me to check my account. And she's like, I found like a thousand dollars deposited in my account from my school. She's like, I had no reimbursement schedule. They already did all the reimbursements because I think this is towards like like in summer. She's like, mm-hmm. all the reimbursements went out already. It was just like an extra reimbursement. Like she's like, all I knew is I just needed money, and it happened. It came in. So that's like a way of like or like I guess proof that like it even happens when you don't even know what's happening 
you know, yeah. it just happened to her. Like, for me, I always dreamed of an extensive closet. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I love luxurious things and stuff. Yeah. I've, I feel like I've manifested that because ever since I was little, I always knew this is the kind of person I wanted to be. I wanted to have this kind of career. I wanted to have these type of things in my closet. And then when I look at it now, it's I can't believe how many designer handbags I own, mm-hmm. how many designer shoes. It's just because I've always just thought this is who I was going to be. Like, I didn't worry about how it was going to happen. And example, Anne, remember when we were in Las Vegas when I was looking for the bum bag? What mm-hmm. were the chances that I was going to find a bum bag? But didn't I just tweet out, I'm going to have this handbag? Yeah, you then, did. Here you go. On my birthday, it was right there. I bought it. Like, and right, you guys all know if in the fashion industry, whoever's listening, you know how sold out that handbag is from Louis Vuitton. Like, it was so, there was only like, what, three in the country when we went yeah. to like Beverly Hills. A couple yeah. Of yeah. And then all of a sudden they were like, we have one. It just came in. Like, what are the odds? Mm-hmm. I told you, it's the power of your mind. Once you, yeah. Yeah. your mind is set on what you want, no matter what, the energy will drive you there. Like, yeah. That's how I look at it. Yeah. What about you, Anne? I know Anne can come from like a career perspective, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of listeners would really appreciate. Yeah. So I think my previous position and the team I was with prior to this, I felt like I was like at the end of the road there with that, whatever my job duties were, I felt like I was like, I just know I have more to give. I I meant to do something bigger than just this day-to-day case management thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I just had this inner desire. I'm like, you know what? Like something just clicked at me one day. Like I need to move up, you know, and I was very transparent with like my HR director, with my supervisors. I was just like, I'm going to find a job, whether that like meets my needs, whether it's with this company or not, you know, Mm -hmm. just so they know that I don't just drop out of nowhere and things like that. And it, you know, it's hard job hunting, especially it's like, I was very specific with what I had in mind. It was like, I wanted to make at least X amount of dollars, you know, it was like double Mm -hmm. what I was making before. Mm -hmm. And then I want to just be on that road to upper management because I am going to be a VP one day. I'm going to be a director next. Mm -hmm. Like that's my next goal. Yeah. And it was like out of the blue, they just pulled this whole department like out of like nowhere. And they said, Anne, we have this new department launching in a couple months. Like, you know, we have this supervisor position, the operations supervisor, like, you know, why don't you just try going for that, you know? And I stuck through it. It was like a three stage interview just to get to this spot. But it was like, you know, I was going into it. Like if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not, then so be it. I will still search on for that next role I'm dreaming of, you know? Mm -hmm. And so a year-ish and some change later, like a year and three months later, here I am, you know, it's like my department has been like growing quickly and it's just like, it's so surreal to me. It's like, I'm not doing like day-to-day operations. Like I'm the one driving the projects. I'm the one people need approvals from, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. It's like, I never thought at my age, I would be in this part in like on my way to like upper management or things like mm-hmm. that. And it's just like, it's so surreal how I was like wishing for this role like a couple years ago, wishing for the salary a couple years ago. But yeah, I think that's one instance I truly manifested for myself because I have mm-hmm. this clear vision, vision. Mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what I want. You know, it 
And it's just like that drive. It's like putting food on your imaginary table for your imaginary family. It's like you just want to just keep driving forward. And so that's, I don't know, that's the only thing I can really imagine myself manifesting Mm, that came to reality. It just goes to show like, you know, you had a clear vision and then you also did actions to get there, you know, being transparent, but then out of nowhere, energy kind of just brought this position, this new department, like what are the odds, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's, I mean, if you think about it, if you're putting all your effort, that's a lot of energy. Yeah. Literally that you're putting mm-hmm. into it. But even my cousin manifesting money out of nowhere, like I think the biggest takeaway is it works whether you know it's working or not. Yeah. So either you can, that's like the manifesting part, like either you're willing it to happen or you're just using just the law of attraction as it is. As and like, I think that's the thing. biggest part too. It's like you not worrying about it. That's why things out of nowhere happen because you're not yeah. dwelling on it. So because when I feel like when you're dwelling on something too much, that's where the doubt happens. Yeah. You know, I always like the unexpected parts because, yeah, I know I can set a goal and reach it. Like I've done that in my career, too, and stuff like that. But it's always like the fun, like stuff like finding money or like, you know, people manifest miracles and stuff in their own life. I've read tons of stories like it's always like really crazy to like see that this happens to literally everyone. Mm hmm. Okay, now that we've talked about how the law of attraction works and what we've manifested, how about for those of us, has it not worked before? What about you, Ariel? I've obviously, like, as a young girl trying to discover this topic, <laughs> the first thing that comes to oh my gosh, I'm going to manifest love. I'm going to manifest the man of my dreams. Okay. Like, you know, as a girl, like, young you know and I think I've tried to manifest this person into my life and I just feel like with law of attraction like I think there's a barrier when it comes to love and I could be wrong and that's why I want to ask Adrienne what her her thoughts are because I feel Mm -hmm. like amongst us she's very versed in this topic so like what what why do you think it didn't work out for me Adrienne in the love department so yeah so when it comes to love law of attraction can be a little bit tricky because you have to remember that the other person also has free will and you know if you're manifesting a specific let's say I'm manifesting a Paul or something into my life like a specific person like he might like someone else and you can't like you can't will what you want if it's against someone else's free will if that makes sense so they always say like that's where detachment comes from like you have to like you can say I want the qualities of a person like let's say Paul is responsible and you know pays his bills on time and has a good job like I can list all of those things and want those attributes um and I can manifest either a person like that or better. That's where like detachment comes in. Where like, okay, I know I'm gonna manifest someone good, but I need to like let go of having that specific person, which is really hard when it comes to love, right? Like everyone yeah. wants to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and again, you know love is a little want. bit yeah, <laughs> love is a little bit different. Like I think once you know exactly the characteristics and the attributes, you kind of go and just live your life you got to be happy you got to be out there you got to be vibrant and then you work on yourself and if your vibration and energy this is where you know energy comes into play and and your vibe matches his then it'll work if not you'll attract someone that is meant for you um I have like read stories of people attracting like their exact person but sometimes they realize they don't want that person because like you know it's it's just not the right match for you 
you know, and um, you also risk that, like getting the person that you want and realizing, like I've seen stories and stuff like that. And again, read stories of how this happened to, you know, people that I know in my personal life and they're like, yeah, it wasn't. And then the relationship ended, but I think it just depends on, on what I think sh- we should just want. be like, Anne, go get her. Yeah, <laughs> grab him. Go get the grab him. <laughs> clearly, it worked out <laughs> without free. I don't know if it was in his I didn't manifest it. But she literally just grabbed him. <laughs> <laughs> So to end this podcast, we thought it'd be really fun to kind of talk about the things that we're currently manifesting now that we're in quarantine, because manifesting works, you know, regardless. So let's start with Ariel. What are you currently manifesting in your life? I'm manifesting, first of all, an end to this pandemic. Like, this has been too long now. I yeah. We need to find that vaccine. I'm already imagining we're going to have a vaccine for this, and our lives will go back to normal. Um, but other than that, I think this time has given me a lot of time to reflect on what is that it is that I truly want in my life. And, and it's to become a CEO of my own company. Mm, so now yeah. aside of just manifesting being a CEO, I'm starting to think about the specifics of it. What kind of business it is that I really want to venture into? Mm-hmm. How am I going to get there? What am I going to do? So that's the biggest thing I want to manifest in my life. Make sure it's pandemic proof. Too. Yeah, see, that's yeah. another thing we gotta worry about. Is it an essential business? There you go. Oh, so, yeah, again, back to the specifics when you're asking for something. So, for myself, um, I'm getting like that itch again where like I need to move up. So, that's really what I'm manifesting right now is that upper management role. And I have been like just shopping around looking at you know, job postings here and there, but I'm not really full force in yet because I do want to see what my current position brings or if I should just be patient, but I am envisioning and manifesting that for myself now, revamping my resume. And just because it's like, you know, by the time I'm 30, I want to either have real estate under my name Mm -hmm. or have a house or yeah, it's a house or real estate, whichever, you know, yeah, it's gonna be like my second income, rent out to ha- the house or something like that. But that's what really I'm trying to gravitate towards, and just setting myself up for success. So mm-hmm. I'm not like a CEO entrepreneur mind like Ariel. Mm-hmm. I'm more about like being at the top of the food chain, but a structured organization, you know. So that's really my next step, and I know it's gonna happen. I just have to be very um, strategic about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think for myself, I don't know, this is the first time that I don't, that I'm kind of going back to the drawing board right before the, um, you know, this pandemic happened, I actually was interviewing for a new job, like, in similar vein, but just higher up. And I think it happened at a, like, since obviously this happened, all obviously all, of, like, the most of the jobs I applied for, they've all notified me that, hey, like, we really like you, but right now we have to freeze this position, which is understandable, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, right now people are losing their jobs. Like, I'm in a very good place where at least I have a job that, you know, at least now I know that I'm pretty essential to my company. And unless they fall down off on wood, like, I'm going to be there, I'm going to have a job, which is great. So I think everything happened for a reason to kind of give me security and like it's almost like I'm taking this time now to figure out what 
sparks joy because at one point I'm like maybe this is time to start a business like Ariel but I think I'm starting to realize that like I want to be happy in my life like I want something that brings me fulfillment so I'm just exploring options I you know I used to teach dance that like brought me such happiness I was a dance teacher for many years I'm like do I go back to dance do I find a job that allows me the freedom to work remotely for the rest of my life and work remotely anywhere so I do have that flexibility to compete if I desire to and stuff I just I don't know exactly what I want just yet and again I said that's the most important thing is to know what you want so I think I'm just using this time to figure out what my next move is but it feels really nice because the first like two months of the year you guys know I was so busy I felt like I was working non-stop because I was revamping my resume I was applying I had like at one point I had like 15 job interviews in one week like it was just a lot for me so I'm just kind of taking advantage of this little break in my life and it's okay to not know exactly what it is yet Um, yeah you know I think the biggest blessing is the freedom that we have that anytime we want to change something we can yeah so you know anyone out there who's listening and is still also taking this time to figure it out like what it is that they want it's okay Mm -hmm. like Take yeah. the time more than ever right now is the best time to be reflecting mm-hmm. on your life, um, every aspect of it, you know, and enjoy this time. Like I think people are like, I'm so yeah. bored, but it's like, take this time to connect to yourself, increase your self care, self love, connect yeah. with the people that you love. And then check out my YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> every vamp. Have you guys watched my last video? You just posted it like today. today. And I have yes. not had a chance <gasps> no, to. You guys will be so proud of my um, graphics in there. Girls, it is you like have time. Aerial, you have time. Yeah. 2.0. Like it's getting really good. I have three more videos lined up. This has not happened since 2000. 13, 14, 15. Wow. I don't even know. I've been on YouTube for five years and I'm so sad to say it's a project I've launched that was not so successful because of the time that I did not give it. Mm-hmm. So now that I have time, I'm discovering my passion. I love filming. Mm-hmm. Like I forgot how it felt. Yeah. So it's like rediscovering old hobbies that you used to have. It's so yeah. nice. Like it feels good. I really love YouTube. So I hope you guys support it. Hey Ariel, YouTube, shameless plug. <laughs> support yeah. for everyone. Yes. yes. So I'm probably gonna have the boss babes and boba on my channel soon when this whole freaking pandemic ends because <laughs> social distancing <laughs> behind the scenes for yeah. we should do, you know what? We should do like a chit chat, get ready with me virtually. Like yeah. boss babes takeover, we could do we could do a podcast style, and then it'll be like a just chit chat. Get ready, we'll just get ready in front while we record a podcast. Would you guys be interested in that? Let us know. Like I think this could be a fun thing to do. Yeah. Well, there you have it, everyone. That completes another episode of Boss Babes and Boba. Give us feedback on what you guys are currently manifesting and what, you know, your actions on how to have that come true. So if for those who are currently practicing law of attraction, also like let us know. Don't forget to follow us and download our episodes on all of your preferred listening platforms. And then make sure you're following us on Instagram at, at Boss Babes and Boba. Till next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.